Kevin Durant is back in the news, and this time Pelicans fans should be hoping he gets traded, but not to New Orleans, to the Boston Celtics instead. I'll explain why in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans, and spoiler alert, we're going to laugh at the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's go. You are Locked on Pelicans. Your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Thursday. I'm back. No show yesterday due to some tech technical issues. You can probably guess what that was because I've been dealing with it for a little while. But we're back today and we'll be back tonight, actually, for tomorrow's show with a live show. So make sure you are subscribed to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube where we will be doing the live show. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. No one else coming to you like this Monday through Friday. I thought we had some great content in the offseason. I'm a little bit biased here with it all, but I thought we did a really good job here on Locked On Pelicans, giving you the content you wanted to know about. And still, interesting topics in the offseason, right? Small ball lineup and how that'll work for New Orleans. We've made fun of the Los Angeles Lakers in a previous show, and we're going to touch on that today because the Kevin Durant news impacts that. And also, and because of that, it impacts the Pelicans in two ways. And that's what we're going to cover in today's show. So let's just kind of dive right into it here. I've made this intro long enough. There, there's actually like big implications from the Kevin Durant rumors and news that came out the other day. And the, the Woj broke the news, I think it was Monday morning, maybe it was Tuesday morning, that basically said like, hey, the Boston Celtics have offered Jalen Brown to the Brooklyn Nets as the centerpiece for a trade to bring Kevin Durant back or back to Boston in the first place. So those are kind of the rumors, right? It sounds like it was Jalen Brown, Derek White in a first round pick and the Nets countered, however you want to look at that, right? With Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, probably another rotation young player and some more picks involved and things like that too. These, those are the rumors here, right? It's basically just Jalen Brown as a centerpiece. And it's kind of funny because they have dangled him in all sorts of big trades. First for Kawhi Leonard, then for Anthony Davis, now for Kevin Durant. Then he got a little bit upset on tw- on Twitter, Instagram, whichever one he was on, being like, come on. It seems like he wants to stay in New Orleans. He's close with Jason Tatum. He doesn't really want to be traded from a team that made the finals where you could argue that he was the better player than Tatum was in those finals. Jalen Brown was, was really good in the playoffs for them um, and very critical to as far as they Got And I remember when he was drafted, it was like, please don't draft him. Please don't draft him. That was like the one guy that I was not very high on in that draft. And turns out, I don't know if, you know, he's an all-star guy, but there's limitations on kind of what he provides. The issue with with Jalen Brown right now is he only has two more years left on his contract and then he can be an unrestricted free agent. And that scares off a lot of teams. You know, there's been some stuff written, and I think this is overblown to a certain degree, about extendability and being able to lock guys into long-term deals before they actually become free agents. But with the salary cap set to spike, and you can only give guys 120% 
for the most part, sometimes, of what some of their contracts are on extensions like that, well, it just doesn't make sense for them to sign it. And it's just created to be, it's just created like a big issue here, right? But basically, this is the Boston Celtics trying to go all in and trade for Kevin Durant and really go for it the next two years before that title window maybe starts to close on them. And for the Nets, this seems like a good deal, right? And I promise we'll get to how this impacts the Pelicans in the next two segments. This seems like a good deal, right? You get Jalen Brown back, an all-star level guy who's always kind of been number two on his team. But what could he do if he was a number one option, right? Does he kind of explode and become a near-all NBA guy at that point? Does his scoring go up? Is he capable of leading a team? You know, if he is, that Nets team is going to be fairly competitive, And I think they want to be competitive, right? That's kind of the key to them and what they're hoping to do. Keep that in mind because it impacts New Orleans in an indirect way. And let's get into that. Let's hit the break early. Let's get into that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by Built Bar. If you haven't tried the Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of something that is awesome. And guess what? New flavor, delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again, and these things are healthy for you. Let me introduce you to your new favorite, the cookie dough chunk puff. It's got a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. So it's all the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassles of making it, except that this is healthy for you. I eat a Built Bar every day. It's pretty much my lunch every single day. I got sent a sample of the cookie dough puffs. They're good. There's chunks of cookie dough on top of the light, the airy puff bar, and it's covered in 100% real chocolate. You don't realize you're eating something good for you, and I have no idea how they make these things so tasty. I ordered two boxes of the S'mores puff bar. It's that good. These things are awesome. So you've got to go to Built.com right now to snag a box for you and the family. It's the perfect treat. You need that sugar craving, except it's good for you. That's the real big thing. And all Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of additional health benefits. So eat something that tastes good and is good for you. And you're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff or the s'mores puff, which is my new favorite. So it's whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, whatever it is, Built is the perfect protein bar and they taste better than candy bars. So ditch the calories, fat and sugar and grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at Built.com. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day, unless I have technical issues. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. Starting August 1, we'll drop to three days a week, so I think that's next week. We're going to go back to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll still be doing the live shows Thursday. That counts for the Friday show, so we'll still keep that streak going. And we're going to have a lot of fun here. And I want to bring some of y'all on the show. Not just interacting with me through the chat in the live shows we do, but I'm going to get people like here on YouTube. You'll hear them. You'll see them. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do a couple of episodes with some fans on the show. So I'm really excited about that. Stay tuned for more. And of course, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show and leave a five-star review with a comment wherever you get your podcast. You can do it on Spotify now. And of course, leave a comment down below on YouTube. Number one way you can support the show and help keep it free in five days a week for you. I don't ask for money. I ask for 30 seconds of your time. Doesn't take long to be able to do all of those things. 
And today, we are talking about Kevin Durant, but not in a trade to New Orleans, in a trade to the Boston Celtics, and why you, Pelicans fans, should want that to be the case. So here's why this matters to New Orleans. It matters in two different ways. First and foremost, though, it's going to hurt the Lakers if he's traded to Boston, big time. And not just their pride, right? Their bitter rival gets Kevin Durant. It's going to hurt them because they then are all of a sudden not going to be able to get Kyrie Irving. Sorry, I got distracted by something. They're not going to be able to get Kyrie Irving, right? Think about it. If the Nets get Jalen Brown as the centerpiece of that trade, and let's say they get the counteroffer, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, let's call it a first-round pick, and whatever salary filler you need, right? They're going to try and compete. They want to still try and compete because they don't own their first-round picks. They go to Houston in that trade for James Harden. And now, by the way, he's on the Philadelphia 76ers. So there's no reason for them to bottom out because they don't own their first-round picks. If they tank, it only benefits the Rockets. Well, we don't want that, right? Like, you don't want a division rival getting better because, so I guess it helps in another way, too, that I didn't even think about. So it would help the Houston Rockets if they bottomed out. But if you trade with the Boston Celtics, get Jalen Brown, you're not doing that. You're going to compete. And if they're going to compete and at least try and make the playoffs, right, they're not going to be a championship contender by any means all of a sudden. But if they're trying to compete, you know what they aren't doing? They're not trading Kyrie Irving for Russell Westbrook. There's no need to do that, right? The only team that seems like they would take on Kyrie Irving, the only team is the Los Angeles Lakers. Because, dude, you all know if you're a longtime listener of the show, I'm not, not a Kyrie guy. Crazy. I don't like what he does and brings and kind of the attitude, the flippancy, and just the contradictions and all that with him. Good basketball player, though. A tremendously good basketball player. One of the better finishers we've ever seen from the guard position at the rim. He's better than Russell Westbrook is. And because Russell Westbrook's an expiring and because Kyrie is also an expiring, you worry about him leaving. Well, the Lakers need to take a risk because their team isn't particularly great as is. So they would take a chance on Kyrie Irving. The Nets then just get an expiring Russell Westbrook, you know, play out the season and then he leaves and cool, you're done with it. If you can get two first round picks from the Lakers, a first round pick from the Lakers, like that's ideal. But if you're trying to compete, you don't want Russell Westbrook on your team. Look how bad the Lakers were last season, right? They were not great with him when he was running the show, when he's a huge focal point. He's a former MVP. He's a tremendous player. But you can very clearly see his style of basketball does not translate to winning right now anymore. However you want to look at it, he is probably, at least on that contract, a net negative. On a better contract, it changes the math on it. But where he is now with refusing to come off the bench for the Lakers and kind of changing his role, he's only going to hurt you. So you want to keep that dude on the Lakers because... Their future kind of gets impacted by that in a variety of different ways. And I did a show last week on how the Pelicans could end up with a number one overall pick from the Lakers. Because if they stay bad, things have a chance to go south there quickly. And the the Pelicans own the future, right? They have a pick swap right here with the Los Angeles Lakers. And then after that, they get another first round pick for them that's either after this coming season or the season after that. They can defer whichever one they kind of decide to do. That's a great position to be in. If Russell Westbrook stays and this team is bad, does LeBron sign an extension? Does he even consider an extension or does he just go, screw it, I'm leaving? And then what's that team if LeBron is gone? Right? 
and pausing for dramatic effect there. But that team's bad. That team is bad. And I still think that if Kevin Durant gets traded for picks and like young players that aren't going to compete, they'll probably end up trading Kyrie to the Lakers at some point. Just kind of makes too much sense. At one point, the Lakers will get desperate enough and include two first round picks for him. And if that's the case, well, then the Nets become bad, which means the Rockets get a little bit better because of the draft picks. And then the Lakers are better. And if the Pelicans have that pick swap with them, you don't want the Lakers being better. And that's why a trade to the Nets that or a trade to the Celtics for Kevin Durant that nets the nets the Nets, gets the Nets, Jalen Brown. Well, that's only a good thing for New Orleans because it hurts the Rockets and it hurts the Lakers. So yeah, you want Kevin Durant to be wearing the Celtics green then, if that's going to be the case. But there is another implication here. There is another, and this one's more tangible and direct towards the New Orleans Pelicans, of these Kevin Durant rumors. And it has to do where these rumors are coming from. Now, let's talk about that next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here all the time. I'm not going to say Monday through Friday since we're dropping down to three days a week next week um, for the next month probably just about a month and then we'll start kind of bringing it all back at the beginning of September when training camp is kind of right there and right around the corner and then the start of the season in October. So it's going to be a fun time for the Pelicans. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a show. We're going to be doing things with fans. We're going to be going a little wild the next month too. Why not? It's the dead period in the offseason. Let's have some fun. So subscribe, support the show, leave a comment on YouTube, leave a comment when you leave a five-star review, all of those things to help keep the show free and come to you like no one else is. So, we've talked about the Kyrie Irving stuff and how that kind of twist from the Nets-Celtics potential trade impacts New Orleans. But there's another implication here, right? You know, who leaked these rumors? Who sent this to Woj? Who sent this to Shams as they, as, you know, they tweeted about it, wrote about it, right? This, this leak of what the Celtics offered and the Nets counter it very clearly came from the Nets, right? Or maybe Kevin Durant's, you know, group, camp, whatever words you want to use. But it very clearly did not come from the Celtics. This is the Nets saying, hey, if any of y'all want Kevin Durant, we just said no to Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a first round pick. So you got to do better than that. This was them basically directly talking to the New Orleans Pelicans among some other teams too, saying, you know, if you offered Brandon Ingram, he's better than Jalen Brown. We'd say yes to that, or at least that's what it's going to, the, the starting point is going to take. So don't call us if it's other things, which just basically says that, yeah, it's probably not going to happen of Kevin Durant coming to New Orleans, right? If they said no to Jalen Brown, a first round pick and Derek White, they're not going to do it for a package from New Orleans, probably, that doesn't include Brandon Ingram, given what they kind of want. That's fine with me. I've, I've been off the Kevin Durant trade. We've talked about it a lot. I know pretty much everyone else is. And that's fine if you're pro trading for Kevin Durant. Trust me, I get it too. But it's very clearly the Nets trying to like entice New Orleans to do all of this stuff. You know, the negotiating through the media to get the Pelicans to include Brandon Ingram in a trade, which one means they're a little bit desperate, right? Like that's kind of what this means when you're starting to resort to the negotiating through the media. And that's what they're doing here. 
That's not great, right? Like that's that's kind of what's happening here. And it's funny, right? I never understand how this stuff works or why this stuff why people think this stuff works. I understand how it works, I understand why it works. And funny story, during the trade saga for Anthony Davis, what in 2018? Um, whatever year it was, 17, 18, I forget now, when he made that in-season trade request, you know, and all the stuff was he couldn't get traded to the Celtics during the season because of the designated rookie extension stuff. They had traded for Kyrie, who's on that. They couldn't trade for Anthony Davis then too. They had to wait till Kyrie expired and then they could make a trade for Anthony Davis in the offseason. And it was like, will they include Jason Tatum? Will they include Jalen Brown? All of that stuff. And it was like, no, they won't. I got calls from... Very high up people in the Boston Celtics being like, of course, we would include Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in a deal. Like, you think we wouldn't for Anthony Davis? Are you kidding? And it was basically go say that on your show and try and influence things that way. Just funny story that the Celtics are back kind of involved with all of this. But then what ended up happening, right? But they didn't include either of those guys or really make a concrete offer for them. So all of this negotiating and the media stuff, I don't think amounts to really much of anything. And it likely means, unfortunately, here for you, Pelicans fans, for us in New Orleans, that Kevin Durant isn't going to go to the Boston Celtics would be kind of my guess. You know, if the Celtics wanted to get this done, this is a pretty easy trade to do. You know, Marcus Smart is a lot, but, you know, you could give it up. I think the real key that they don't, that this isn't going to happen is they let a couple of traded player exceptions expire. So they would need to send out, say, four guys and bring one back in Kevin Durant, and you need to replenish your roster and fill those spots, right? Well, traded player exception is kind of perfect for that type of thing where you can just absorb a guy in there. Well, they let those expire. If you're going to do this deal, you would have done it before those traded player exceptions expired and you had the additional flexibility. So I ultimately don't think a trade of Kevin Durant to the Celtics is going to happen but it would only be a good thing for New Orleans for all of the reasons we've said. The implication on the Lakers, the impact, not the implication, the impact on the Lakers, the impact on the Rockets too, all of that would be a really good thing. But unfortunately, I just don't think it's going to end up happening. I wish though, that'd be a good thing. Plus my Wednesday co-host on Lockdown NBA is John Krause of the Lockdown Celtics podcast. So I'd actually be happy for him. But no, he doesn't think it's going to happen either. But we can hope. That only be a good thing for the Pelicans. So you should be rooting for a Kevin Durant trade to the Boston Celtics. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget, live show Thursday tonight, probably when you're listening to this, 6 p.m. Central. We're doing these every single week. We will be doing it even when the show is three days a week. I have fun with them. I'm looking forward to answering your questions. Come with the topics you want to hear about. It. Yes, please ask me about the jerseys again. We can talk more about that, and I'll tell you all the same thing. But it's going to be a lot of fun, so I hope to see you there at 6 p.m. or listening to the show tomorrow for the replay of it all. So as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all later tonight or tomorrow, depending on when you're listening.